بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين بإذن الله today we will look at سورة الطارق Allah Jalla wa'ala begins by saying وَالسَّمَاءِ وَالطَّارِقِ Here he is taking an oath by the heavens and as for الطارق طرق in the Arabic language means to knock الطارق is one who comes at night How is this related? Because the person who comes in the dark, he comes at night. In order for him to enter, he needs to knock. So Allah is taking an oath by At-Tariq, something that appears in the night. He then mentions what exactly he is talking about. He says, O Muhammad, وسلم, what makes you know what this At-Tariq is? He then says, It is a star. that has a piercing light. It could be one star, it could be many stars. The Mufassirin have mentioned a lot when it comes to this verse. After taking all these oaths, Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, In kullu nafsil lamma alayha hafiz. Indeed, every single soul has a protector. It has angels that are with it. They record every single thing that this person does. He then says, فَلْيَنْظُرِ الْإِنسَانُ مِمَّ خُلِقُ Does the human being, does insan not look at how he was created? Remember, this surah and many of the previous surah we have spoken about are all speaking about how the people at the time of the Messenger وسلم, rejected. So Allah calls them to ponder over certain signs. In this surah, he is calling them to look at themselves. O oh, insan! O oh mankind, look at how you were created in the first place. فَلْيَنْظُرِ الْإِنسَانُ مِمَّ خُلِقَ خُلِقَ مِمَّا دافق. The beginning of your creation was a droplet of water. دافق means something that is sticky or it could mean something which is thrown out or squirted out. يَخْرُجُ مِنْ بَيْنِ الصُّلْبِ والترائب. This water comes out from between the backbone and the chest. The scholars mention when it comes to as-sulbi wa-taraib, they mention a lot of different meanings. Is it referring to both man and woman? Some of them mention that this verse is only speaking about the man. So this water or this sperm comes out of the man from these positions or these places. Others mention that it is referring to fluid that comes out from the man as well as the woman. And this could be anywhere from where a necklace of the woman, where she wears her necklace, all the way to the backbone. The scholars then mention a lot of detail and that can be found in the books of tafsir. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, إِنَّهُ عَلَىٰ رَجْعِهِ لَقَادِرٍ Indeed, Allah Jalla wa'ala is able to bring this person, this man who has passed away, he is able to bring him back to life. And the whole point of mentioning the creation of insan and how a man was created or how a person was created is to show that you were created from a small droplet of water and then you grew and you got bones and you lived and you thought that Allah will not be able to bring you back. Here he is saying that most definitely he is able to do that. Another interpretation of this verse, إِنَّهُ عَلَىٰ رَجْعِهِ لَقَادِرٍ means that he is able to return this water back to where it came from. يَوْمَ تُبْلَ السَّرَائِرِ On that day, the day of Qiyamah, everything that was kept a secret, everything that you tried to hide will be 
opened, it will be made apparent. Sarirah means something that you keep secret. You try to hold it only for yourself. You don't want others to see it. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah mentions a very interesting point. He says that Allah Jalla wa'ala used the word Sarirah in this verse and it implies that when somebody has something hidden in their heart, if what is in their heart is good, it becomes apparent when it comes to their actions. And if what they're hiding is bad, then you find that the actions are also bad. So this sarirah, whatever is in your heart, should always be good. On that day, all the things you hid, you were trying to keep them a secret, will all be open and apparent and everything will be known. And this person, this man will have no strength, no strength to prevent this resurrection from happening. He will have no strength to run away from the punishment. Nor will he have any helpers. Nobody there to help him. Allah Jalla wa'ala then takes an oath. Taking an oath by the skies that have clouds which bring water by the rain. And the earth that opens up. It splits open bringing out vegetation. Again, look at how Allah Jalla wa'ala shows us another example of something we can see. The plants, they died. He then sends the rain and they regrow. They come back to life. In the same way, O mankind, we will bring you back to life. He then says, Indeed, this judgment will be decisive. Another interpretation is he is talking about the Quran. The Quran is something that is decisive between haqq, the truth, and batil, which is evil or falsehood. This Quran is not something to joke about. This whole message, this revelation, what we are telling you, it's not all fun and games and jokes. The day of Qiyamah is not something of a fairy tale. Indeed, they are trying to plot and plan against the Messenger They are trying to bring about his downfall and stop him from spreading the message. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, وَأَكِيدُ كَيْدًا And in return, I also have planned against them. Again, we should remember when it comes to the names and the attributes of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Firstly, whatever he mentions, we believe in it. At the same time, we don't liken it to any of the creation. And also, when we look at these names and these asma and sifat, these attributes, we find that they are those that are praiseworthy. So for example, you find that he is the most merciful and he is most forgiving. Yes. And then there are those that come, like for example here, speaking about planning or plotting. We don't say that Allah Jalla wa'ala is a plotter or he plans against people just like that. No. We say in return, Allah Jalla wa'ala plans against them. So they did something. Fil muqabil. The response is that Allah Jalla wa'ala plans against those who were planning already and plotting against his Nabi and his messengers. These masail have been explained in depth in the books of Aqidah. For those who want to benefit, they can always return to these books. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, so leave them, 
give them some time give them some leeway amhilhum ruwaida for a little while because there will be a time that allah jalla wa'ala has appointed this time will come and the matter will be resolved or decided again from this surah we see the prevalent theme we've been seeing in the previous surah allah jalla wa'ala telling us about the resurrection then giving us signs around us to look at and ponder over here look at how he tells us about the plants or the vegetation after it's died then there is rain that comes and it regrows in the same way the human being will die and he will bring it back to life also what ibn al-qayyim rahimahullah mentions very interesting that what's in the heart this sarira eventually leads you to carry out your action so if what is in your heart is evil you end up doing evil and what's in your heart is good it helps you or it makes you do good we ask allah jalla wa'ala to make us from those who are not only outwardly good and are trying to do good deeds but also inwardly clean and sincere doing things for his sake with a good intention amin wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in